Hey guys, my name's Willow and today we're asking the question of do I really need a man? What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat where we talk about living life from the heart. So I'm really excited to be here with Willow today. She is a sacred feminine coach. She's speaker, does events all over the world. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I'm excited to dive into this topic Mm -hmm. of, do I really need a man? Because I know Mm -hmm. this whole, especially with the women's empowerment movement, there's, I've heard tons of conversations and and just women opening up to me going, you know, oh, I don't need a man. I'm a strong, independent woman. But then they cry themselves to sleep because they don't have somebody. Mm -hmm. It's this weird, like, I feel like women are confused even about this just because Mm -hmm. of what's been said of like, you don't need to be strong and independent. But then you mm-hmm. want somebody. So I guess from your experience, and I know you said that this was kind of on your heart to talk about today, mm-hmm. what really causes that? And let's just kind of open up this dialogue. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think that there's a lot of women out there today that are really feeling like they need to be that sassy, fierce, independent woman. And what they're doing is they're really taking on a lot of the different uh, responsibilities that um, perhaps in previous generations like was often – the masculine figure that they were taking on. And I think what's happened as a consequence of that is like a lot of women, and I can really relate to this in my own personal journey, like have really created this mm-hmm. type of masculine armor, you know, a, a construct that they've been able to put around their heart to protect themselves in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've really disconnected themselves from that longing, that feminine longing for reunion to find that divine counterpart. Maybe if they've been hurt before, um, and past heartbreaks really aren't, it hasn't been resolved around their heart. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of um, responsibility on women today um, because of the opportunities that have really worked up within the workforce. A lot of women not only feel that they have to be like the woman that's taking care of the household and have to be, um, you know, really that, that mother figure if they're raising a family, now they've got all of these different positions of power in the workforce And often Mm -hmm. these positions of authority and power within the workforce take them out of their feminine, out of their body, out of their relationship with their sexuality, out of their their feeling nature and out of their sensuality. And and sometimes what can happen as a consequence of that if they're not already in a relationship is that they're so out of that, out of their feminine, out of that real, um, you know, out of their connection into the the seat of their power, their womb. And and from that, they've developed this this armor around their heart, which disconnects them from that feminine longing for reunion. And 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 they're really holding all the spaces of of where a masculine would be able to really step into supporting them, providing for them, protecting them in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm. I feel like you know, there's also stuff out there about kids and wanting kids and Mm -hmm. like this deeper desire of like and i've talked to a lot of women and when i get really especially in my my seminars um that we kind of cut to the truth of things really fast and Mm -hmm. most women deep down know if they want kids or not but sometimes they like say i don't know if the right guy comes along then maybe or like they keep that Mm -hmm. door open so that they don't miss out on their man because he might want kids or and they don't or something Mm -hmm. like that like yeah can you speak on that as well Mm. Yeah, like I think that, yeah, like I think that a lot of women, um, yeah, like a lot of people, a lot of women, it's like there's so many different conflictions around where they need to really spend their time and their energy. And um, when they're really within the workforce and there's all these different responsibilities um, 
that are playing out there as well, then to have a family and to really put time and energy into that will, you know, potentially it draws them out of where their career is. And so what I see with a lot of women is that, you know, they've, they've perhaps been what's called like a father's daughter where they've had this very empowering father who's really always made them feel like, you know what, I can, you can achieve anything in the world. And so from a young age, they've really been conditioned to think that their sense of value and their sense of fulfillment is going to come from the goals and the achievement and that to want a family or to want to slow down or to cook a meal is less of value. It's, it's less valued mm, in society, yeah. right? So that actually, you know, what I find with women when they're really coming in and they're really needing the grief of their, they're realizing, wait a second, like I've created this armor, like as a, as a way of protecting myself, I've created this armor as a way of safety because it doesn't feel safe actually in the world to be fully in my feminine, um, you know, because society as a whole values career and achievement so much more mm -hmm. so what often happens when women come in and they meet this armor that's been put in around their heart is like they're learning how to trust that it's safe to be a woman again and it's safe to value things like family and wanting to just even be a mother mm, and not yeah. necessarily having this high driving career um and so they 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 begin to open up into this safety that, you know what, okay, it's safe to be a woman. It's safe to, to want to have a family. It's, it's safe to trust that I can be more in my feminine. Um, and that I don't have to always be doing, you know, from this relentless fear based place. And instead I can be more in flow and, and be more in, in this innocent sensuality and, and spend time, you know, building a family as well. Right. And even as a guy, like it is for me attractive to to have somebody who is strong and independent and kind of out there doing their thing. They're on their shit. Mm. Like they're just, they're dope. Right. But <laughs> when it's like, I don't feel valued because mm. deep down they're like, Oh, I don't need you. I'm not, I, yeah. I don't, it's not, then it's not attractive. It's like attractive from mm -hmm. afar. And then I get closer and then they kind of like have this, it's either extremely needy because they've been shoving it down. And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. I pop in their life and it brings all that shit up. Or it's, mm -hmm. it's almost as like they play the game of, Oh, like let's play it cool. I don't need you. Mm -hmm. Or they, they don't even mm -hmm. accept help is another thing. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and I feel that, that it's like they're trying to do life on their own and we're not supposed to do life on our own. We're supposed to be doing it together mm -hmm. collectively, not just as mm -hmm. partners in relationships and in, in intimate relationships, but also like friends. You know, mm -hmm. and I think there's this other thing too out there of like, I have to do it all on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And this is one of the big things, you know, when, when I speak about there's five different steps on the path of love. And the first thing is about moving from this space of independence into dependence. You know, we have to, we have to move from that space like, Oh, I've always got to do it to alone to opening up to that realization. Wait a second. Like I can totally receive, you know, and that's that beautiful quality and, and aspect of, um, the a gift of feminine essences and our soul Shakti energy is that feminine receptivity, that willingness to come into our level of self worth where we realize that, you know what? I can receive from the masculine to provide for me. Um, and the first three steps in the path of love that I talk about is moving from independence to dependence and then into a space of interdependence within a relationship. So, you know, I think that uh, we have to really come into that place of wholeness within ourselves and that deep place of, of love within ourselves. And another aspect of that is opening up to receiving. It's opening up to I 
am willing to meet the times and the grief that's held in my heart, in my womb, in my hara for men. I'm, I'm willing to meet the grief of when I actually opened up to receive before and I wanted to receive, whether it was from a, a mom, a dad, a father, a past partner, I, when I actually opened my heart to a capacity when the other person you know, wasn't able to give me that love. And so one of the things that I think that comes up is like we have to meet that grief of when we've wanted that love before and we weren't able to receive it because the other person didn't have that capacity. And when we go into that space and we forgive, you know, in them places, then that allows us to open back up again and know that it's safe. Like I can trust in love once more. I can open back up in in love, you know, in service to love mm. once more. Yeah. Mm, so true. Mm. I love it. Well, we could yeah. jam on this for a long time. <laughs> and mm. I'm sure that you, you have tons of stuff online. Where can people find out more about you and what you do? Yeah, they can visit my website, willowjane.com, or visit me on Facebook um, if they search Willow Jane. Awesome. Guys, go check out her stuff. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today. Mm.